He's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? We get a people. What they There is so much to discuss from the weekend, not just the NBA playoffs. We have some NFL news as well. We're going to get to the Celtics and Nets, but let's start where the action from the weekend finished last night, and that is with Brandon Ingram and the Pelicans evening the series with the number one seed in the Western Conference, Phoenix Suns. It is now 2-2. Jalen Rose, is this one in jeopardy of being lost by the Suns? I tried to tell y'all, if there was an NBA stock to invest, it's the Pelicans. So you see in Brandon Ingram, looking like KD used to look in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Detroit Willie, first year head coach. Did, what'd they start, 0-11? Oh 1-12, 3-16. Oh okay, got it. Turn their team around. Valen is out there playing quality minutes, making jumpers, posting up, being big. It ain't pretty, and, but it goes in. But I got more for you, family. I got more for you. Player me. development. Coming into the season, nobody was talking about Alvarado. No. Nobody was talking no. about him. Only the now street all of in LA. A sudden, now all of a sudden, he got the pettiest, he the pettiest thief in the league. And he even got Chris Paul. I can't believe he, he got Chris, Chris Paul. Paul Jules. I can't believe he got I, I, Chris Paul. He got him, finally. He got him. Hey, hey, man. And also, it's more Jacoby. Look at that. Look at that. Look mm. at Pesky. Look at Pesky. Turning defense into offense. It, exciting to watch. Exciting to watch. And more, Jacoby. How about Herb Jones? Oh, yeah. Blocking jumpers. No, Freeze. hold on. I'm not saying blocking layups no. or dunks. Blocking three-point shots of other adult professional men in playoff almost, games. Almost keeping them in bounds. <laughs> right. <laughs> like he's right. almost keeping them in bounds. Right. That it, it's so the, the effort and the tenacity that they're playing with. I, I'm I'm so it, 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 it so embodies the playoffs. Mm. It, it, and it's refreshing to watch. And they're taking it. And I know the Suns clearly, the, the, the defending Western Conference champions are playing without Devin Booker. And I know Chris Paul, you know, is, is advanced in age. But they're taking it. I appreciate that. And this is a, a, a fantastic series. And lastly, look at the petty. Mm. It, it's only right. It, you see, Peter, I'm not helping you up. You get jammed up. Don't mention my name. Mm. I'm not helping you up. Uh-uh. No, uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. Watch out. Watch out. Uh-uh. I love that. That's an attitude Detroit Willie is putting in the Pelicans. I appreciate that. Watch out, CP. I love what I have seen from the Pelicans. And to think that Zion Williamson, a former number one pick, is sitting on the bench in street clothes, and this team is doing what it's doing. However, Mr. Rose, I do not see them winning this series. Do you think they win this series? No. Yeah, me neither. They're not going to be able to do it. <laughs> me neither. It's so much fun to watch, though. Game six will be great in New Orleans, too. Absolutely. And, and remember, like, Willie was on Monty's staff last year. There's a lot of synergy there to how they deliver a message. And Ime Udoka, as we talk about him, when you watch these squads, Jacoby, they are allowing them, the players are allowing themselves to be coached. Mikael Bridges, Cameron Payne, like DeAndre Ayton, these are young players growing into their games, allowing themselves to be coached. 
I appreciate watching that in this series. Jalen, you mentioned Ime Udoka. The Celtics now have a 3-0 lead over the Nets. Not what I expected at the end of game one when Tatum got that buzzer beater. I thought this was going to be a great series. It has not been. And here is what the stars of the Nets, KD and Kyrie, had to say after the game three loss. I try to figure out how I can be the best version of myself, but what, but, and also not getting in my teammates' way, you know? Um, sometimes I think too much about it. Sometimes I just need to go out there and just no thoughts in my head and just play. You know, I don't want to be too cliche, but I don't have a lot of answers for how you make up time, you know, from October until now when, you know, usually teams would be gelling and things would be feeling good. Um, you know, you could put it on me. Uh, in, in terms of playing better, controlling the game better, controlling our possessions. That's a game, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow, look at the way he finished the game. He was just like, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done with this. Jalen, are they going to get swept tonight in Brooklyn? I believe so, Jacoby. And something is symbolic about these two situations, the Nets and the Celtics. When it was time to get a coach, Kyrie basically acknowledged that they didn't need to be coached because they were going to be so talented. And so Steve Nash, who two-time MVP, gained a relationship with so many people across the league. I love Steve. He's a former teammate from Sean Marks, Kiwi, who the GM, who's done an amazing job with that situation. To him and KD being at Golden State together, so now he lands the job. When he gets that job, Jacoby, it's about them going out there now and making whatever he put on the clipboard come to life because they're so very dynamic. Jalen Brown was struggling in the second quarter a little bit in the previous game. Ime Adoka got up, got in his chest, was screaming at the team, and then in the third quarter, he responded, allowing himself to be coached. And what I now see with the Nets they're just going out there and literally playing one-on-one. KD was at the podium saying, I'm thinking too much. Where's the people that's going to help him out, Jacoby? Ain't this a team game? Mm-hmm. Okay, and, 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 and Mark Jackson, my brother, said this when we talked about it on the floor when I saw him in Brooklyn. Muhammad Ali had a Bundini Brown. You need somebody. Who's the hype man? Like, who's getting the crowd going? Who's getting the locker room going? See, in Golden State, KD didn't have to be the leader. In, in Boston, Kyrie was not able to be the leader. They won championships with LeBron, Steph Curry, the Splash Brothers, and Draymond. They wanted to go and forge their own path. We're going to go somewhere like the Nets and create our own identity. Who would have thunk that they'd be down 0-3 hosting a game with Spike Lee at the game? Like, Spike Lee just want to see basketball. They got as many playoff wins as the Knicks. Just think about this. Wow. Mary J don't, they had the queen, Mary J, Gail King, all at the game. And they got down 0-3, Quest Love. Hey man, this is all about, the, shout to my guy Trevor Noah, our guy Trevor Noah. Hey man, the Boston Celtics are swarming like the killer bees in Wu-Tang. Yes. yes. Defensively, and I want to give them all of the credit. Exactly. I think there's so much discussion about the struggles of KD and Kyrie, but there's something about this Boston defense that forces them to struggle. Like, it's not a game we always say the same stat. 
since January 1st of 2022, Boston has had the best defense, and they're showing that in this series. And Jason Tatum is taking a leap. Like, he is doing it on both ends. Jalen, have you been surprised by the way Jason Tatum has been able to cover KD and get whatever he wants on offense? He ascended, Jacoby. And shout to Brad Stevens for hiring Ime Adoka, reacquiring Al Horford, continuing to watch Robert Williams develop. Mm-hmm. Ime put Marcus Smart at the point after the last few years using Kyrie, Kimber, and Schroeder. He leads the team in assist steals and become defensive player of the year, stabilizes the team and gives them toughness and leadership. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown iron out the dynamic of who's going to be the guy that's the, the, the number one option offensively. Are you old enough to remember when people were saying break up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? I am. I also remember you saying that, that would be a very dumb idea, and it's proven right <laughs> in this series. Right. So now, all of a sudden, that's coming together beautifully. And Jason Tatum now, as you mentioned, game-winning shot in game one, developing as a passer, but also the lead defensively. It's Playing crazy. KD one-on-one, understanding what the help is. They're doing a terrific job of making KD and Kyrie play in the crowd, and they forced those guys who could get a shot at any time to struggle in particular in the fourth quarter. KD took one shot in the fourth quarter wild. and played the entire quarter. It's wild. Could you get it's a shot? You think wild. you could get one shot yes. off? Do you, one, do you think one. you could attempt oh, yeah. a shot? A 15-foot hook shot, no <laughs> doubt. From the mid-post, it wouldn't go in, but I could get one up. Now, Jalen, Ben Simmons is also on the Nets, and he is not helping in this series. Not for just from not being on the floor, but then there was reports that he was going to try to play later in the series. He was going to try to play in Game 4. No, he's not going to play in Game 4. And he's wearing these loud outfits and attracting all this attention. What is going on with Ben Simmons and the Nets? The game is mental, physical, psychological. And you and I talk about these 450 players in the NBA and the 1,300 in the NFL, things that we say on and off wax. And a few things about Ben Simmons that we've said constantly over the years has been true. There's a mental block he has shooting the basketball. Doug Collins used to always talk to me about this. The game of basketball is so very hard when you can't shoot. I don't care how old you are, when you walk into a gym you're going to do two things. You're going to dribble the ball or shoot the ball. When Ben Simmons got drafted earlier in his career, I said I felt like, number one, he was shooting with the wrong hand. Finishing at the rim with the right, shooting at the free throw line, and shooting from three with the left. I felt like that was off. That was, that was bizarre to me, Jacoby. And then he got into the league and still found his game. They became an all-league defender. Is a really good passer, a wonderful athlete. Like, Philly was the number one seed last year. Mm -hmm. He's been all NBA. But then the playoffs happened, and he hit that mental block against the Hawks, Then they got beat. And then now you think about some of the plays late, like not dunking it when he had Trey Young on him. And then you look deeper into the box score, and you're like, wait a minute, he's a few years in. He's still not attempting shots outside of the paint. Let me say that. I wish I could say that in a different language. Not attempting shots outside of the paint. That's a mental block. Jacoby, when we were at the game on Saturday, when he came out, I looked at Greedy and I said, there's some people in these stands. 
It's about to be a playoff game tonight. He is not going to shoot that ball. Watch. Mm. He stood. He dribbled. He talked to some people. He went back in. And then he came back out and was doing some passing exercises to warm up with some guys that wasn't going to play in the game, some things that the team require you to do in case you're going to be ready to go on Monday. But if he was going to play in this series, the game was Saturday. That was the do or die game because no team has ever come back from 0-3 in the NBA playoffs. So if you're saying, and the reports are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that he might play Monday and not play Saturday, I said it on this show. I didn't believe it was going to happen. And it's really unfortunate for all sides. Well, Jalen, the Nets are in trouble, and so are the Atlanta Hawks, because like the Nets, their superstar has been stifled. And will the Hawks be able to beat the Sixers in a potential seven second round series? We'll discuss that right after this. You are watching Jalen and Jacoby. Coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck here at Pier 17 in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, the Miami Heat. Lost one game to the Hawks over the weekend, but not the most recent. They now have a commanding 3-1 lead, and Jimmy Butler looking like Jimmy Buckets these playoffs. And also Eric Spolstra, who now has developed his roster and his rotation throughout the season. They don't normally have players playing high minutes or very high usage. Tyler Hero is going to be sixth man of the year. So now all of a sudden, Jimmy becomes buckets in the playoffs. And they've done a terrific job of making Trey Young play through physicality, mm-hmm. play in a crowd, contest everything, and also take over the home arena of the Hawks. Like, all I heard was Heat fans. Yep. And, 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 and that was surprising in a lot of ways. But for the Atlanta Hawks, again, they go as Trey Young continues to produce, and the Miami Heat just have, have, have been swarming them this entire series. They're not going to win another game. I do not expect the Hawks to win another game either. However, in the other series in the Eastern Conference on the same side of this bracket, the Heat, assuming they win, will be awaiting the winner of the Sixers-Raptors series. While this one is also 3-1, it's been a little bit more contested, and Joel Embiid is dealing with a thumb injury. Scotty Barnes is coming back. Is this still a series? The Sixers will win this series. The key for them is to do it in the next game. Mm. Because if they don't do so, then we start talking about the times Doc Rivers lost 3-1 leads. Then we look deeper into the box score and start talking about James Harden field goal percentage and his three-point percentage in this series. And Toronto starts to get healthy and get confident. And also, Joel is dealing with a thumb injury that may require surgery this offseason. And as an MVP-level player, that clap to me was like, see y'all next year. That's what he was thinking when he was doing that. (laughs) And so I believe that they'll find a way to close it out in Philly because you don't want to play extra games and give these Raptors confidence. 
especially when you have the Miami Heat waiting in that second round series that I'm going to love every second of. Now, moving our attention to the Western Conference, the Warriors looked to sweep the Nuggets. However, it was the Nuggets down the stretch at home that got the win. And of course, whenever the Nuggets get a win, that man, Nikola Jokic, is always in the middle of it. Shout to Russell and Sierra. Joker is the anchor. And high point totals, gonna give you the rebounds. But the thing that's truly infectious is when your best player actually can pass the ball and make people around them better. So now Monte Morris can get going. Bones Highland can get going. Will Barton can stand there, corner store, and understand that he's going to give me a chance to make this late shot for three. And then that translated into energy. Shout to Austin Rivers, the way yep. he was playing. He plays so many quality minutes, in particular defensively. So it was a total team effort, and, they, and, and, and I appreciate how they played with pride and not wanting to be and not wanting to be swept. Yep, Austin Rivers defended that lob pass from out of bounds, which was a key play in the game. And Mr. Rose, I might gamble on sports from time to time now that it's legal here in New York City. And I have noticed that in the wake of the Devin Booker injury, the Warriors are now the favorites to win the championship. I'm sure that will change. A lot has changed over the weekend. There's a lot more that we have to get to, so make sure you stay tuned to Jalen and Jacoby. We'll be back Give right the after this. what they want. Thank you so much for watching Jalen and Jacoby on television, but don't forget to subscribe and follow to the podcast as well because we always put exclusive content on the podcast, all of the things they won't let us talk about on television. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Rose. Every single day we're going to recognize another day that Brittany Griner is still detained in Russia. One day is too long, 67 is way too many. We here at Jalen and Jacoby wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Jalen, sometimes there are videos that need to be broken down in detail. It's time for you and I to go to the table. Jalen, you are in the Champagne and Campaign Hall of Fame, and no one is better to break down this video than you. It has Debo Samuel, who's requested a trade from the 49ers in the nightclub. However, in the nightclub, they put up that big marquee sign and the sparklers and the sign says Debo is staying hashtag 49ers but look at Debo's response uh <laughs> no <laughs> no not gonna be able to do it he like run me my money here's the thing about like the flashing lights it's like throwing money at an adult establishment just 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 give the money away like that's that that's showing that glow is for everybody else you know what I mean just bring the bottle. What do you think about that, fam? I agree with you and Jim Jones. You can spare me the sparklers. You can spare me the big sign with my name on it that says happy birthday. All of that is for Instagram. And you can definitely spare me the champagne because I saw there was a champagne bottle involved. No thank you. I'll take some hard liquor, some orange juice, some cranberry juice. And because I'm washed, I'm going to need some sugar-free Red Bulls with those just so I can stay up until closing because I am 44 and I have three kids. Want to give a big shout to Debo Samuel. Hopefully he ends up somewhere that he is paid, where he's appreciated and he is productive because he had such a great season 
last season. Jalen, there are only two playoff series from this first round that are tied at 2-2. Both are in the Western Conference. We've discussed already the Pelicans and the Suns. The other one is this one between the 4-5 seeds, the Jazz and the Mavs. It was that alley-oop between those two players that are so much discussed that got the Jazz the win in Game 4. Who do you have winning Game 5 tonight? You know, there are plays that happen in playoff series to me that swing momentum, and I think we just showed the one. I think that might be a breakthrough moment for Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. For a Utah team that hasn't met expectations the last couple of years that have been together, um, Clarkson started to get free. Um, I believe that the Jazz have what it takes to go and take this next game, Jacoby, on the road. You remember that stat that was going around about how few passes Donovan Mitchell threw to Rudy Gobert, and you looked at game one, game two, game three, and Rudy Gobert was taking like one, two, three, four, five shots. Maybe this was a breakthrough moment for Gobert. However, Mr. Rose, I don't know if you noticed it, but this gentleman on the Mavs who played in game four, Luka Doncic, and he was very productive, and I expect that man right there, cool hand Luka. Never gets sped up. Slow-mo Luka to get the Mavs, not just the win in Game 5, but eventually in the series. Let it go. Let yourself flow. Slow and low. That is the tempo for three. Bang, bang. And he had 30 in his return. It's great to see Jalen Brunson playing the way he's played in this series also. I anticipate a very long series like many others. And not only that, Mr. Rose, is... I don't know if you noticed, but the Suns and the Pelicans are 2-2. Devin Booker is in street clothes. The winner of this series will face the winner of that series, which makes the stakes that much higher in this 4-5 matchup. And I'm kind of rooting for the Mavs because I want Donovan Mitchell to end up on the Knicks. That's what I want to see. <laughs> so when Luka, when Luka was out, I was like, oh, no, this might hurt my Knicks. This might hurt my Knicks. But... We will see what happens tonight in all the games. And, of course, we will be back tomorrow, ESPN2 at 4 o'clock. Thank you. To break it all down. Too kind. We always say we get the people they want. Part of that is doing podcast-exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Now, Jalen, there's something I want to talk to you about. Ben Simmons. Okay, a lot of attention on him, a lot of reports about him. Today, Wendy's saying that people are exasperated by the Ben Simmons experience in Brooklyn. Dude hasn't even played a second, hasn't even checked into the game, and people are already upset about him. But there's something I need to ask you about. You were in the building. What do you think of the orange pants and the loud jacket and the sunglasses and the whole, the whole head-to-toe fit drawing more eyeballs and attention to him as he sits on the bench surrounded by a bunch of people wearing gray and black. Well, I'll just tell y'all this. The best dressed NBA players I've seen in this year's playoffs have been Jason Tatum and Ben Simmons. Uh, What about Jalen Rose? Thank you, family. I appreciate that. Live flower. Got to commit to the outfit. Rose. Yeah, it's great. It's a great look. Appreciate you, family. But that 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 has that that I, I don't even care what he wears to the game. He can have on a uniform as far as I'm concerned. My, my, my main issue that I saw that could be a problem for him, and I, I, I don't know how to make this more graphic. So me and you talk about we've been talking about this for how long, how many, how many years he's been in the league? 
I want to say five or six. Okay. If you've ever played basketball or been in the gym, just please close your eyes and think of this exercise for a second. The only thing you're going to do, the only thing we all do, the first thing everyone does, you have no choice but to dribble the ball. Unless, you, unless you're just so, so small that you can't even carry the ball or whatever. The, the second thing you're going to do is shoot the ball. That's the second thing that's going to happen. I don't care if it's a Nerf hoop in the house. I don't care if it's me playing with a hanger at the top of the door when I was growing up. I don't care if it's a milk crate. The first thing you're going to do if you can't dribble is shoot. When a human being is playing in the NBA and it's so very elite that they can still make the NBA because their game is so well-rounded, and they can still be an all-NBA player. They can still be an all-star. They can still be a guy that is a point guard at 6'10 for a number one-seeded team, Philadelphia, last year. That's the physical part. Let's talk about the mental and the psychological part. Mm -hmm. You and I talked about, wait a minute. When he driving to the bucket at LSU, he's shooting with his right hand. He dunking runners with his right hand. When he went to the free throw line, did he shoot that with his left? Like, hold on, like, like hold on. Like, I was bugging. I was like, hold on, I know that didn't happen. And then, like, he practicing threes with his left, but he's shooting layups in, in the paint with his right. I'm like, homie shooting with the wrong hand. Tristan Thompson was doing it for a while. This is around the time Tristan Thompson was trying to figure out if he's going to shoot with his left, shoot with his right. And, 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 and I was like, wow, that's an incredible basketball mental hurdle to get to your teens and get to the pros. Y'all know how much muscle memory somebody has to have? Like Ray Allen shot when he was playing for the Heat against the Spurs, when Bosch got the offensive rebound, I want y'all to look at that play again. That was about muscle memory and real estate. He barely looked down. He was not behind that three. I could not have made that shot. I could not have made that shot. He took a full step backwards. That's what people don't forget about. That wasn't just catch and shoot. And it was contested. And it was contested and it was late in the game. That's when we say somebody has what? That's where the titles come in. Clutch, ice water in their veins. Like those are real things. So that means the opposite also can exist. And in this player, he no one embodies it more than him. And it played out against the Hawks. A 6'10 man versus a 5'10 Trey Young in a pressure moment, didn't go up and dunk it. In his head, he know he can dunk on Trey Young all of the time. He kicked it out because he had been struggling. He had been not attempting shots in the fourth quarter. Look back at the fourth quarter stats. He was like 0 for 1, you know what I'm saying? Like, literally. And so that's psychologically now the second barrier. So you're not attempting shots outside of the paint. And so now you're not shooting layups. What y'all got to realize is people are watching these games. 
and they're televised and people are betting on them and they're high stakes. Some people enjoy that. I was like, bring it on. Look back at the footage. I'm like, pump it up. Give me more. Y'all yelling crack house at me. I want that. I came off the bench. I want that. I'm going against Larry Brown. I want that. Some people don't want that. And he got exposed by not wanting that. And then here's the second thing that happened. He is injured. He got a hurt back. He'd be playing if he was if he, if he didn't have a hurt back, he would be playing. It's Everyone, as an athlete, let me tell y'all what we're not lining up to do. Take toward all shots. <laughs> Good point. When I heard that, all bets was off. I was like, oh, he really hurt. He hurt hurt. Yeah, I think someone said epidural. I was like, that's what my wife had when she was giving birth. Like, I was like, that's not, that's not, that's, just, that's some serious, that's some serious medication. That's not an Advil. And whatever shot it is, clearly we're not medical professionals. The point no. is, if he hasn't played basketball since last June, and he just got a shot in his back two or three months ago, Y'all think he's going to overcome both of those barriers in game four against the Boston Celtics when they're down 0-3 already? See, let me, let me tell you why I feel bad for Ben Simmons. This is why I feel bad for Ben Simmons, right? Things didn't go well for him. We all know about that. I think too much gets made of that one possession in the playoffs, but it is indicative of something bigger. His fourth quarter failing, failures over and over again during that playoff run. Because I remember a couple years ago, like he was killing the Nets in the playoffs two, three years ago. Like he had some really good playoff performances, but it, during that stretch last season in the fourth quarter, he just completely disappeared. And I think that one possession sort of manifested all that became a microcosm of his struggles. Since then, we know what Doc said. We know what Joel Embiid said. We know he didn't want to play. We know he wanted to be traded. I think he thought he'd be traded in the offseason because they tried to trade him for James Harden. It just didn't work out that way. So then he's like, I'm not going to go to training camp. That didn't work out for him either. And then he does get traded, and he, he wants to contribute to the Nets, but he's hurt. He's hurt. So it's like this isn't all his decision all his making. However, I think that he thought this. We're going to be up 2-1 in the series, maybe down 1-2 in the series. I'll come in this series in the game four. I'll play 10, 15 minutes, get my feet wet. We'll win in seven. I won't be a key factor, but I'll be a contributor. In the next series, I'll play more. And by the time we get to the Eastern Conference Finals, I'll be starting. All this will be behind me. We'll be winning games. Me and KD and Kyrie are going to be great chemistry. It's all going to go great together. But Mr. Simmons didn't factor in that... Um, the Celtics are really good at basketball, and they're better than the Nets, and they're down 0-3 now, so he doesn't want to inject himself in the series at this point, play 10 minutes in a game where they get swept at home. Um, well, uh, sometimes, like, sometimes, like, th th there's so many things I want to say, and there's so many thoughts I have. You have brain farts, and I, and I just did, what is Rocky's wife name? Adrian. Adrian! You remember she tell him, you can win. That's what I would be telling Ben Simmons about trying to come play when they down 0-3. You can't win. You cannot win. And, 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 and when, when, when it first happened, we were on TV. And I was literally tongue-tied. And I messed up. I said James Harden was on the Nets. I didn't, I didn't articulate initially what I wanted to say. Because what you just said is how I felt. Is... 
While I can discuss him as an NBA basketball player, I can also acknowledge him as a human being. And I can see two things that he's gonna have to overcome that ain't got nothing to do with this season. One is a physical barrier because he mm -hmm. has an injury because he just got a shot. Another one is a mental barrier because I'm telling you three levels of basketball, almost like Aaron Donald, and then it's almost like having a defensive lineman, a linebacker, and yeah. then a secondary. Donald Miller it's like Ramsey. three different things. Let me tell y'all yeah. three different positions. Okay, this is vastly different. When you shoot it with the raw hand, that's just one thing. When you're not attempting shots outside of the paint, that's thing number two. And then the only time basketball stops and everybody looking at you is when you can't shoot free throws. That's the third thing. That th those are those are real things. Like there there are people on all levels of sports getting professional psychological treatment on how to overcome those hurdles right now. I know. Don't you feel That's bad a, for that, him? Don't you feel bad yes. for Ben Simmons? Because there's a lot of this happened because of him, but some of it happened to him, like the back injury. I really believe he had a setback in his back when he got to Brooklyn, which which meant he couldn't play. But like I look at him, and and I, I just I just feel so bad that he's getting piled on by all the by all the the pundits now. You know what I mean? Everyone's calling him out, and this and they say he's gonna come back, and he's not. And Katie and Kyrie are losing. And he has to sit there and watch it. I just I just feel really bad for him, man. He needs a vacation. He needs to get right. So, he needs some like so, ayahuasca so, in Peru or something. You never even heard of ayahuasca, but that's what he needs. So there's I haven't. Um, the, there, there's um, there's a there's a sports uh, analyst element of he got paid X amount of money and didn't play no games this year. And what I was talking to Stephen A about also, and he's right when he says the owners are going to try to collective bargainly tougher to make it an issue for players who miss games. But the B side of that is John Wall, mm -hmm. who would play except it was in the best Rockets' best interest not to play because they don't want him to get hurt. And I'll give you another example that's now playing out in this series. His name is Al Horford. You remember what happened with him in OKC? They told they him to sit down. Him. They said, don't Correct. even come to work. They said, don't even Correct. come to practice. We're good. You so can fly back to wherever you want to fly to now, Al. Correct. Now he's starting for the Boston Celtics and being a difference maker. Thriving. And so, Thriving. And so, correct. So, for Ben, I didn't intend, I always told you, and I've always said, if they were going to trade Harden, they should do it in the offseason. Get Ben Simmons in the building. Have him work out with your, uh, with, with your, uh, your trainer, get him mm -hmm. with your therapist. He said that he was having some mental issues. Like there, there has to be a transition there. That can't be a knee jerk. You 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 feel what I'm saying? Yeah. That that that, 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 that got to happen in the off season to me. He had too many challenges to overcome to be a participant this year. So some see, I like to jump in the pool. I jump in the deep end. I stay underwater. Let my body absorb the shock, and then I'm comfortable in the pool. Some people don't. Some people like to take one step at a time and take the staircase in the shallow end. 
You know what I mean? It just ease their way into the pool. Me. So, this is, so you're saying Ben Simmons needs to take the staircase, not the diving board. Ben Simmons well needs said. to ease his, his ease his way into being a Brooklyn Net. And, and honestly, at this point, they they have so much inflexibility on their roster too. Like I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, but and again. Well, here's well, but, well, he, well, well. Here's the thing. Here's what the here's what Sean Marks hopes. Because he's done a great job with that team, an excellent job. You got Katie and Kyrie and Harden and Ben Simmons, and it's still like he's done a mm-hmm. great job with that team. Yeah. Here's what you hope, that we fast forward this time next year and they're playing a lineup with Ben Simmons and KD up front, Joe Harris, Seth Curry, Kyrie Irving. And And you got Andre Drummond sitting there if if, if you need him against a big, against Joel Embiid or whoever. Yeah. I mean, that that is what you're hoping. And you know what? That sounds to me like, again, I've been saying this every year about the Nets, but that sounds like a number one seed. That sounds like they they take a week off and they got to find out who they're playing in the opening round because the team they're going to play is in the play-in. But it just happens to never work out that way for the Nets. God, there's so much drama in this first round. This first round is so much fun. Jalen, you realize that most series are after four games now. Only two games are tied 2-2. Only two series are tied 2-2. Most series are 3-1 or 3-0 right now. Only two series are 2-2. I got a, I got a, I got a basketball team stock tip that if you listen to J&J, you already got. The Pelicans fly! Yeah, I've been trying to tell y'all the Pelicans. Oh, we've been on this one for a while. For me, it's, it's the and people talk about Herb Jones a lot. He became like the the cool the cool like rookie that no one talks about that everybody talks about now. But Trey Murphy out there looking like Herb Jones. You know what I mean? No like, doubt. Like Trey Murphy, no like two inches tall. He's hitting threes. Balling. Yeah, I'm like, I think Alvarado. Shout to Alvarado. He got a two year deal. Good for him. I don't think he's going to be in the league in five years, six years. I could be wrong about that. That's fine. But Herb Jones and Trey Murphy, like, I, I, I love those two. I love those and two then, so much. And then how about Willie getting minutes for Devontae Graham? Mm-hmm. We all remember what he did in the Hornets, and he was kind of phased out this year with the, with the Pelicans. Yeah. I thought he'd be a bigger piece of what they were doing. Somehow Jose Alvarado is getting minutes before Devontae Graham. That's not, I wasn't part of the playbook in the offseason. <laughs> And, but 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 that's what I mean by like improving your roster from within. You just named all guys. They weren't like top five picks. <laughs> not top five. No, no, those are not. Those are not high picks. You you see what I mean? Like ext- extreme impact. Like Alvarado. Snuck up on CP3 and snatched his jewels. He got an eight-second call on hey, CP3 playing shocked. one-on-one. When the last time you seen it that happen? It wasn't even near the it wasn't even near the half-court line. When the whistle blew, <laughs> I was like, who fouled who? I was confused. And then Alvarado started celebrating. And I was like, did he get fouled? It's called an offensive foul. It took me a while to even figure out that it was eight seconds. It wasn't even near half-court. It was, yo, know, it was shocked. It was like it was, the, it was like in the op- opposite three-point line. Uh, some tells me CP3 noticed. Some tells me CP3 noticed. He's gonna watch some of the film. He's gonna see Alvarado screaming at the crowd. You know what I mean? And, like, and, then, and then afterwards, like after he got when he got that little the pesky steal, you call it, that he started celebrating before. I think it was Herb Jones got got a little alley oop, a little like layup. He started celebrating before all that. I don't know if it's gonna go so good for Alvarado next time around when it's in Phoenix in Game Five. I don't know if it's gonna go so good for him. But can we talk about someone I absolutely love? 
I was I was watching Balanchunas last year, right? And I wasn't sitting there watching him going, you know what? We gotta get him some post touches in the fourth quarter of a tight playoff game. You know what I mean? Like, like I wasn't saying that to myself. I was like, you know what? And then he's got this, he's got such an awkward post game. And sometimes he'll just he'll get to his right hand and shoot a hook. But he's got this over the head pump fake thing that he does twice, and then a spin to reverse, and then falls over. Like it just looked funny, but it was so effective yesterday. You know how like uh, I remember you told me you was naming something. You was like that sounded like a Jada Kiss lyric. You know, uh, what Mozgov? Uh, Mozgov. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the, the Mozgov. Right. Yeah. Okay. That that right. That's a Jada Kiss lyric. And when you see him play, it, for me, it's like a, a a Granville Waiters or like a Bill Cartwright. Like just <laughs> just like uh, you know what I mean. Just like a, that. That's what his name would be then. You know what I mean? Like tall, elbows out, yeah. knees out. You know what I'm saying? Look unorthodox, but soon's a smaller dude on him, put him on the hip, right hand mm-hmm. jump, hook him to death all day. And he making jumpers too. Oh, and yeah. so now all of this sets the table for Brandon Ingram to look like Kevin Durant used to look in playoff games. I mean, Brandon Ingram looks so good these last three games. These last three games, Brandon Ingram has looked so good, so comfortable. That dunk. When he was dribbling to his Ooh. right, I did not expect him to dunk that. I've been watching Brandon Ingram play basketball for quite some time. I've been watching him play basketball for a long time, and I don't remember a lot of those, like, let me just dunk it on somebody in traffic in the half court. I don't remember a lot of that. You ready for this, Jacoby? Who would you rather have going forward, Brandon Ingram or Anthony Davis? Well, it's, it's it's tough after this season. It's tough. Anthony Davis has missed a significant time pretty much every season that he's played in the league. Outside of injury, I'm definitely taking Anthony Davis. Factoring everything in, I'm taking Brandon Ingram. I'm taking Brandon Ingram, fam. If you said they're both healthy, you get a guaranteed, guaranteed 70 games healthy Anthony Davis. I'm taking that over Brandon Ingram 100 times out of 100. 100 times out of 100. Jacoby, Jacoby, you do a lot of wagering. And mm-hmm. you don't win a lot of those bets by not factoring everything that can go right and or That's go fair. wrong. That's and fair. And you and I both know you can't with a straight face talk about comparing Brandon Ingram and AD and then say, if we get AD to play 70-plus games. <laughs> if, if AD was eight, eight foot six, I would definitely take AD. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take Brandon Ingram. He's ascending. Anthony Davis is... Is there a part of you that looks at the Pelicans? And remember, Zion got surgery without telling the Pelicans, right? He he had to, to like, go to Portland. Like, they sent him off to summer camp in Portland to, like, eat vegetables (laughs) and, like, jog around the track, okay? You see him sitting down on the sideline. He doesn't look like a svelte man. And then also his contract, his extension is coming up. If you're Willie Green and David Griffin, let's say you lose in seven to the Suns, right? That's probably what's going to happen, right? Is there a conversation you have about maybe Zion's not the future in New Orleans? Listen to me, Pelicans. Listen to me very closely. I talked about this with the Boston Celtics. I talked about this with Joel Embiid after his first three years. 
You give Zion that money. Don't overthink okay. it. You give Zion a max deal. How old is he? Zion, I don't, I'm not going to look it up, but I'm going to say 24. No, not even. Probably Gold. 23. Hold on. Hey, dog. Hey, dog. I'm keeping Zion. I'm maxing him out. And whatever ain't perfect. 21. Okay. You, you, you got me? Okay. Don't, 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 uh-uh. Let me know. Let me. You ain't going to be having no 275-pound, 21-year-olds averaging 27 and shooting 60% from the floor. That's taking it between their legs when they're out of shape dunking before the game. I also think like, that we, 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 we spotted earlier he got injured in high school, got injured in college, got injured in some league, got injured in the league, right? However, people forget he played 68 games last year. Like, he was healthy last year. He was healthy and effective. And, you know, he had the ball in his hands. Remember Point Zion? Like, instead of, like, setting the screen, he was, like, ball handling around the screen. Like, he, he, had a, he had a lot going for him last year. But the part where you get the surgery without telling the team is the part where I, I just start asking, like, why? What are we doing here? What are we, do? what are, what are we doing here, Zion? What, what are we doing? Yeah, I mean, it, but, but there, that's why, like, you got to stay the course and have a plan and not do knee-jerk. Because imagine if the if the Pelicans really wanted to be knee jerk, not, not please somebody bring me the footage of me talking about how Ime Doka and Willie Green was gonna turn these seasons around, please. You know I've been saying it all year, fam. Now yeah, if man. you don't stay the course, if you the Pelicans, you looking at one and twelve. You one and twelve, fam. I was That's saying that one do. and twelve. Like the, the Pistons, right. after 13 games, the Pistons were like, what, five and eight? You know what I mean? Like, they weren't even that bad. They're one and 12. So you got to have a plan. And Zion got to be a major part of that plan. You sign Zion and you figure it out. You got CJ now. He knows that now they can, and there's some currency in Zion now see them smile, win, have success without him. There's currency in that. Mm. He knows he's joining a team. So they're not saying, hey, Zion, we need you. They're not rushing him back. They ain't begging the coach or the GM to put him in. Herb Jones, like, I'm... I'm I'm the one jumping, blocking jumpers. He was doing that in college. I'm doing in that college. now. Yep. And so now he's going to be inspired to play with them. So you sign Zion. Don't play those games. What are the chances the Suns lose to the Pelicans in a seven-game series? What are the chances? 45? 45, 50, 55% 40, chance 40, they win. How I would probably, you ready I, for this? I believe more in the Suns. Forty nine. Really? Oh, I got the Suns. I got, I got the Suns. Like I got the Suns. Sixty six percent chance they win this series. They're hey just dog, too they good. about to. Hey dog, they're they about to deep. press them. Hey dog, they about to press them. Like this is about to be a seven game series. Oh, we'll see. I don't know. I could see. I could get that. They, that crowd was was hype. I was hype watching that game. A lot of it had to do with Alvarado screaming all the time. <laughs> but, but I was hype watching that game last night. I was rooting for the Pelicans. I might have been financially invested in the Pelicans. The, Pelic the Pelicans, I might have I might have taken the money line with the Pelicans there. I might have live bet the Pelicans when they were down, made some money off of that too. I've, 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 I've really enjoyed this Pelicans like run it. because, like because they're the eighth seed and no one believed you. that they were going to win. You. 
But that's been going since good day for me. Jalen and Jacoby been riding with New Orleans and the Pelicans since day one. Pull, pull receipts. Ime Udoka, pull the receipts. James Man. Harden go get traded to the Sixers. Pull the receipts. We're going to do something this week. We're going to do it for today. But uh, teams that you could see winning the championship. We're going to do it later this week. But you and I disagree a little bit. I got one more team Easy. in there that you don't have in there. Easy. I got one more Easy. team in there that you don't have in there. But we're going to discuss Easy. that later this week. We will be back tomorrow with another dope pot to step through. Don't forget to call 985-80-Jalen. Leave us voicemails. They can be about the playoffs. They can be about relationship advice, work advice, any advice. They can be about anything you want. Just call 985-80-Jalen. Leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the show tomorrow. We will be back tomorrow. Why is that Jalen Anthony Rose? We're not done. We're not done. Like the Blastmaster Karis one once notably said, we are not done. Got to give the people.